In order to retire successfully, you'll need vision. You'll also need a plan to execute that vision. Welcome to Retirement Pathfinder with Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky. On today's show, we'll give you the tools you need to navigate unique challenges you'll face in retirement. It's time to chart your financial future. Retirement Pathfinder starts now. Welcome once again to the Retirement Pathfinder. Walter Storholt here alongside Phil Gusky and Barbara Lane, Retirement Income Planning Specialists at Pathfinder Wealth Management, serving you throughout the Rockford area. You can find us online by going to pathfinderwealth.com. This is the podcast that's going to teach you a little bit about what's going on in the financial world, and it even takes the time to answer some of your questions every once in a while. Let's introduce you to the voices of today's program in case you're a new listener. First of all, it's Phil Gusky, the founder of Pathfinder Wealth Management and the co-author of multiple financial planning books. Hey, Phil, what's going on? Hey, doing great today, Walter. The sun is out. It's not raining. Oh, for once in in, uh, in your Illinois life, it's not uh, I know. raining outside. Yep. Huh? That's good. <laughs> well, we'll keep things you know nice and snappy on the podcast today so you can go out and lay in the hammock and uh, get a little sun today, okay? Great. <laughs> Barbara Lane, you hear chuckling in the background as well. Hey, Barbara, how are you? Good. How's it going, Walter? Going very well and looking forward to our conversation today. Barbara is the author of two books yes. on financial planning, Roadmap for a Stress-Free Retirement and Remarkable Retirement. On today's show, as you have probably come familiar, often we'll have mailbag editions of the Retirement Pathfinder program where we answer your questions on the program each and every uh, you know couple of weeks here. Uh, in fact, back-to-back episodes where we're answering your questions because so many have been coming in. We've got questions from Jay and Abe, Blaine and Jesse covering lots of different topics like needing professional help or can you do it on your own? Can you take the DIY approach with your finances? Also questions about 401ks and being in lower tax brackets, all those things and more on the docket for today's program. So let's jump into Jay's question who's going to lead us off here. Now, Jay is already retired. He says, ever since I retired, Barbara and Phil, I've had a really hard time spending money. Something about not having a paycheck makes me nervous. Do I need a shrink? <laughs> what do you guys think? Oh, Walter, let me take that one. Yeah, let's let's help uh, Jay unpack that particular question because it's really a biggie. You know, I don't think that Jay needs a shrink. The key phrase that I pick up in his question is, ever since I retired, that's a biggie ever since I retired, because things happen after retirement that did not occur prior to retirement. Psychologists tell us that a few of the top 10 events that happen in a person's life that have a negative impact include things like death of a spouse and death of a child, getting cancer. Another one is speaking in public. But another biggie on that list is retirement. And so we're all creatures of habit. And when one enters the retirement phase, you know, they go from a set routine, uh, purposefully getting up in the morning and going to something, a job, you know, an organized approach, an activity, they go to nothing. So, you know, that's coupled with the idea that the security of a paycheck is gone. That really is impactful on people. So I don't blame Jay for being kind of squeamish about this whole topic. But if the retiree has a weak plan or no plan prior to retirement, and there's nothing in place that really is going to deal with the loss of both the activity and the loss of financial security, doubts can crop up, fear can arise, and they're going to struggle. So at Pathfinder, we understand these fears. So what we've done is we have set up a process called the Pathfinder process that will address some of the uncertainty of financial of the financial future. And the Pathfinder process really has three stages or three steps. The first step is to encourage both the retiree or the pre-retiree to attend a four-hour workshop. 
Now you say, gosh, a four hour, it's going to be going to class, but we guarantee that we make it really interesting. In fact, one of the comments I make to the crowd when they first come in is that my goal for you today is that you leave this particular class and you say, you know, that was money well spent, or that was the best thing that I've heard in a long, long time. It's really worthwhile. So we make it interesting, first of all. But what we do is we help them identify their greatest financial challenges and recognize that there is a great fear. They have the greatest fear. Someplace, you know, under the surface, there is the, what they call the greatest fear. And we say that's the fear that keeps them up worried at night. So what we want to do at that stage is to identify those particular challenges. The second step is to attend a consultation time with us in our office where they can express their concerns, whether it's running out of money in retirement, maintaining their present lifestyle in the manner that they were accustomed to, the devastation of taxes on their retirement income, having a proper estate plan, or even ending up in a nursing home. What happens to their stuff when they go to a nursing home? And so the Pathfinder team here will help them analyze the information and customize a plan to address each of those particular concerns. And there's usually more than one, right, Barb? Yeah. There's usually three or four concerns that they have, and it's not a one-and-done approach. We have one-hour sessions for each of those particular topics that we'll address and explore the options for each of the topics. It's interactive, which means that we both are talking to one another with each other. We're not trying to sell something or sell a main idea. We're trying to find out from them what's important to them, and it's also educational in its approach. The third step is once each of these elements of the plan have been completed and uh, presented, the client has the opportunity to retain us to both implement and then to assess the progress of the plan in each of those areas. You know, it's a similar approach to maybe what people are familiar with, a person called a life coach would take. But in this particular case, we uh, direct that particular coaching toward what we call financial peace of mind. You know, our clients feel very assured to know that there is a qualified person standing right next to them, coming alongside them during this entire process. And that really does give them more peace of mind, more assurance of the future. What do you think, Barb? Yeah, I I do agree because I think the part of Jay's problem, I would think, although we don't know, is that he doesn't have a plan, a written plan. If you have a plan and you stick with it for the most part, Jay, you can divert from it once in a while, but you'd have peace of mind if you're working with a professional that's going to review with you at least once a year, but you have to have a plan because you do need to know what retirement looks like for you so you can enjoy all those years of hard work. This isn't the time when you'd want to be stressing about your retirement and you know withdrawing every last dollar and whether you should or not. This is a time when you should be excited about life. Absolutely. So, yep. um, hopefully, hopefully you find that in your retirement. Mm-hmm. This strikes me as one of those questions that's like a good problem to have, right? right. Most people, it's the opposite end of the spectrum. Hey, I, I, I have trouble saving money or I'm spending way too much money in my budget. So this is a better problem than that to have of saying, hey, I'm being, I don't know, I'm being a bit of a tightwad. I, I, I need to be looser here. How can you help me get a little bit more confidence to spend some of this money? And Yeah, we, we call that uh, going from a, a mentality of scarcity to one of abundance. I like that. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. That's, that's one of the things that we want to encourage them is to think abundantly that they have resources available. They just need to know how to manage those resources properly, Walter. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good tagline for the podcast right there. The uh, Retirement mm-hmm. Pathfinder Show, Think Abundantly. I like that a lot. Absolutely. Great question, Jay. Thanks for sending that one in to us. If you have a question for Barbara and Phil, you can <coughs> easily submit that question by going online to pathfinderwealth.com. That's pathfinderwealth.com. Just look for the ways that you can contact the team through the website. I'll also give you the phone number a little bit later on in today's podcast. Abe has our next question. Abe says, I'm being forced into an early retirement at 57 
from my job with the state. I'll have my pension, but that alone won't be enough to live on. Do I need to find another job since I'm too young for Social Security or to withdraw from my IRAs? Okay, I'll take that one, Walter. Well, Abe, it sounds like you had no choice with your current job. And I know you're not alone, but that probably doesn't make you feel any better. So what to do from here? Uh, there's a few questions. You said your pension isn't enough to live on. And yes, you are too young for Social Security, but you're not too young to withdraw from an IRA account. If, and here's the big word, is if it's withdrawn in the right way. So because of your age, you can access your IRA account, but that would have to be in a specific way, a specific amount, a specific time frame, and that's something called the 72T, but you don't want to do this on your own. So yes, you can access IRA money, but you have to be very, very careful in how you do that. But it sounds like you need to speak to a qualified retirement planning advisor because these are all good questions. You may or you may not have to find another job. It depends on your current and your future lifestyle. And it also depends on your current retirement assets. So here are some of the things to gather up before you speak to someone. First of all, your current annual expenses. What is the total of everything that you spend? Because in retirement, that's going to be the driver of your retirement. And we have to figure out inflation along the way. Tax return, a tax return for 2018 would be very helpful because that's going to determine what tax bracket you're in. And we're big, you'll probably hear on these podcasts that we're big tax planners and tax savings in retirement. So there are maybe some planning opportunities that we'd also want to take a look at. And thirdly, is your retirement tax deferred? Is it all tax deferred? Or do you have some Roths? Do you have any taxable accounts? And are you married? Do you have kids? But Abe, you need to have a plan and taking into account all of the above. And it all starts with your goals. You know, what is the big picture for what you want to do in retirement? And we'd be happy to sit down with you for a complimentary consultation and have a discussion about this. These are important questions and should be addressed by someone who's qualified. You can give us a call anytime. What do you think, Phil? I agree with that, Barb. And I would also add this. I, I noticed that he was forced into retirement. Now, nobody is ever really forced into retirement. He's 57 years of age. So one of the questions I would have for Abe is, you know, you're a 57-year-old man. It's still relatively young. You probably have a lot of gas in the tank. You probably can do a lot more with your life. And the question is, do you really want to be fully retired? Whatever that might mean. We need to find out from you what retirement means to you. If you want to cut back, that's fine and do something part-time, do volunteer work, that type of thing. We've talked about those in previous podcasts. Those are all productive things to do. But just to retire and do nothing? I don't really see Abe you doing that. And so one of the things we want to do is kind of qualify for you or help you qualify for yourself what retirement means and whether you can take these skills, these opportunities that you've had. You've got a lifetime of experiences here, Abe. You may want to translate those into something else, maybe a different profession, but it's not the end of the road. You don't have to retire. Nobody's forced you to retire and shut down at this point in your life. Lots yeah, of great if that's things. What it means. Yeah, lot, lot, <laughs> lot, if that's what it means. <laughs> yeah. Lots of great things to be thinking about there, Abe. I mean, obviously, more info needed on exactly sort of your mindset and your financial situation to give you kind of that true, solid uh, advice and guidance. But at least that may put some more questions in your mind as you approach this topic. And if you're in a similar position to Abe, don't hesitate to reach out with your questions to Barbara and Phil here on the Retirement Pathfinder. If you want to get in touch via the phone, 815-399-9806 is the office line. Call in and uh, ask your questions to Phil and Barbara. Set up a time to meet and visit and ask these kinds of questions one-on-one. 
815-399-9806, that number. Or again, online, pathfinderwealth.com. How about a question here from Blair? Blair says, I was always told that I'd be in a lower tax bracket in retirement and that I should be putting as much money into my 401k as possible. Now I'm retired and I'm not in a lower tax bracket and all of my savings are going to be taxed as ordinary income. What went wrong here? Well, gosh, Walter, that's when I want to take and address because that's what we told all our clients 40 years ago, that when you retire, you're going to be in a lower tax bracket. But a lot of things have changed. And when I look at Blair's concern here, you know, he seems to be very distressed about the fact that he's accumulated money. Isn't that interesting? I want to congratulate Blair. He did the right thing. He didn't do something wrong. He accumulated resources for retirement. Now, how do I know this? Well, because the resources he has that are going to be paid out in retirement are taxed. And if he didn't have resources, they wouldn't be taxed. So he's done a great job. So what is the real concern? Well, you know, the tax laws did not work in his favor the way he expected. He thought they would go down or at least he would have less tax to pay. But is that the real reason why he's being taxed? And the answer is no. Actually, we're in the lowest taxing environment we have been ever in in this country. But what's really made the difference is money being placed into what we call defined contribution plans, 401k plans, 403bs, 401ks, that type of thing. So instead of only getting a static pension plan today, people have gobs of money. That's my technical term for it, Walter, gobs of money in their pension plans. Highly, highly technical. Yeah, highly technical. (laughs) You have to go to school to be able to to use that one properly. But here's the deal. People don't realize that baby boomers today have over 30 trillions of dollars, 30 trillion dollars in their their wealth plans. Unbelievable. So Blair, you did everything right. Now, what we have to do is make sure that you continue to make right choices going forward. How? By lowering that tax time bomb that you're sitting on right now called the 401k plan or the IRA. You know, what should you do? Well, I have a couple of different suggestions for you. And if Blair, you're between ages 59 and a half and 70 and a half, you should consider taking advantage of Roth conversions, especially with the, the latest tax law change that gives you a double deduction. It's, it doubles your standard deduction. You can actually take money out of your IRA or your 401k plan tax-free in some circumstances, not everybody, but under some conditions, you can take money out of your 401k IRA plan tax-free and then convert that to a Roth conversion plan. So you're actually, if you have to pay taxes, you'll be down there at the 10 or 12 or even 22% bracket. We want to fill up those brackets first so that later on, you don't grow your account into a 34% tax bracket. You know, if you do this, and then you'll potentially save money when it comes time at 70 and a half years of age to start taking money out under what we call the RMD, the required minimum distribution phase. Secondly, the other thing you want to consider doing, uh, Blair, is to blend incomes together more carefully with a combination of Social Security or 401k plans or even those particular distributions standing alone. So you can put off Social Security till age 70 and a half, let it accumulate and draw from your 401k or your IRA instead. That would do two things, would reduce down the amount of the tax time bomb in the future. It would also give your Social Security time to grow. And that's just one combination. For everybody out there, it's a different scenario. There's not one pat answer. Everyone is different. And so we have to be very careful when we consider planning looking at their current and future expenses, taxes, and growth. Barb, would you agree with that? I agree, Phil. <laughs> I thought you would. When he says he's in a, uh, he'd be in a lower tax bracket in retirement, you know, we get that question a lot. But even if you are, 
we can't control what Congress will change in the future because the highest tax bracket today is 37%. Pre-Reagan days, the highest tax bracket was 70%. But when he says he put as much money away based on what he thought he should do in his 401k, obviously that was all pre-tax, assuming he didn't have a 401k Roth. So for any of you listeners out there that have an opportunity to contribute to a 401k Roth rather than the pre-tax 401k, I certainly would recommend you contribute to the Roth because Mm. that's tax-free. So we don't know how old Blair is, but yeah, the good news is that you can reduce that taxable uh, account now with Roth conversions. Absolutely. It's a wise thing to do. Another great question here on the Retirement Pathfinder. We've got one more before we wrap up the podcast for the week. Barbara and Phil, this one comes to us from Jesse. Jesse says, I've always handled my retirement planning without any professional help and seem to have done just fine. But is there anything important that somebody like me might be missing? (laughs) I'll take that one. Well, Jesse, if you think you've done just fine, maybe you have, but then maybe you have not. So some things to think about in retirement are taxes and inflation. Have you addressed that part of the equation? You were in the accumulation mode during your working years and your account value grows over time. You've got compounding interest and you've got time on your side. There's not much else to think about during those years. But now you're in the decumulation phase. So you're withdrawing money and for the rest of your life. So first of all, how much money can you safely withdraw for the rest of your life? Hopefully you would know that. Secondly, are there any tax savings opportunities for you to take advantage of before you reach 70 and a half and have to take money out? How long will your money last? That's an important question. Are you married? And do you know when the best time is to take Social Security? The answer to that definitely depends on if you're married or not. Do you have kids or grandkids that are an important part of your plan? It's kind of funny because I have some clients that are willing to pay taxes now so that their kids and grandkids will inherit a tax-free estate. And then I have others that say, I'm not worrying about my kids. My kids are doing better than I am. They're going to be completely fine. What's left is left for them. And I'm not worried about it. But Jesse, it's kind of like mountain climbing. Where do you think most accidents and deaths occur? On the climb or on the descent? Well, it's on the descent. So do you think a mountain climber is going to feel that a qualified, experienced coach is important during this process? So it's just like retirement planning. You can go about it on your own during the accumulation phase. It's pretty easy. The hard part comes in all the considerations that I just mentioned. So for ensuring your retirement success, those are the considerations that I would give to you. So the question is, do you feel that there are qualified, experienced advisors important to ensure your retirement success? You only get one chance to retire. You want to make sure you get it right. So speak with a professional and then you can make your decision. Bill? Yeah, I, I would I would go along with that, Barb. And I also add that, you know, I want to compliment Jesse on asking the question, is there anything that I've missed? Because he's a do-it-yourselfer. A lot of times those fellows and gals are, are self-sufficient. But, you know, a lot of people don't know that they don't know, mm-hmm. but they don't want to know. Jesse wants to know. So one of the things we would do is we'd say, yes, please ask somebody who's been in the business for a number of years, more than 10, probably 15, 20, 30, maybe even 40 years like ourselves here, And we've seen it all, and we can tell you where the traps are at and where the booby traps are buried. And so it's important for you to see that there are other things out there that, Jesse, you are missing. Take the time to to get some qualified advice from somebody who really is experienced in that particular area, for sure. All great questions on today's podcast, for sure. Thank you, Jesse Blair and 
Jay and Abe for the great comments this week. We hit a lot of different topics, Barbara and Phil. I'm always impressed how you guys are able to kind of mentally bounce around from talking about IRAs and 401ks to then, you know, larger picture ideas like being a DIYer and those sorts of things. When folks come into the office to meet with you or if somebody's listening to the podcast right now and they're kind of like, oh, I've got a question. What about this? And it might be something that's totally unrelated to what we've talked about today. How do you approach those conversations in the office? What's the process look like for somebody? If someone's new to the show, can you kind of just give us an idea of what that looks like when we step foot into the office or even before then, what it's like when we first call and what to expect? Yeah, that's a good one. You know, one of the first things I will do is sit down with the client. I won't have anything in front of me except a piece of paper and a pencil and just write down their concerns. The thing that I want to really impress upon them right off the bat, Walter, is the fact that we're fiduciaries here. In other words, we want to find out what's in their best interest. So as they ask questions, we're going to delve more deeply and we're going to ask them many questions that will help, you know, kind of stimulate them to think more carefully about the issues at hand. A lot of times they can figure out these things on their own. All we had to do is kind of guide them a little bit. But as long as they don't understand it, you know, this is, as long as they understand this is not a sales process, this is not something where we're not trying to get them into a program, sell them a service, set them up in a product like so many other people in the financial services industry do. We take all the pressure off of them. We say, look, we don't have an agenda. This is your time. Let's talk about what's important to you. Barb, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a basic conversation to find out where they're at because everyone's in a different place. Yep. But I would say the sooner the better. If you're within a few years of retirement, come and see us because we have so many people that come and see us the same year that they retire. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They lose some opportunities if that happens. Well, it's lots of questions that can be asked, and I know are asked by folks every time they come in and meet with you, and you guys are ready to handle any and every retirement planning question that comes your way. So if there is something on your mind, you want to talk it out a little bit further one-on-one with Phil and Barbara and the great team at Pathfinder Wealth Management, here's a recap of the ways to get in touch. You can go to pathfinderwealth.com. That's pathfinderwealth.com. And uh, just find the different ways there on the website that you can get in touch. Look for the contact button. And you can give a call as well if you prefer that method, 815-399-9806. That's 815-399-9806. Barbara and Phil, thanks for the great information on today's show. And we'll look forward to the next episode with you. Yeah, great to be here. Have a great day, Walter. We'll talk to you soon. For Phil and Barbara, I'm Walter Storholt. And we'll talk to you next time right back here on The Retirement Pathfinder. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.